0: Whether you're hoping to heal the world or heal yourself, this podcast is here for you to highlight how kindness moves.
1: Yes, how kindness moves you to take action, you yourself, or it just makes you feel something so good it's contagious. You might have been touched by a simple act of kindness. You might want tips on how you can act now in your community, or you just love the feeling of doing good.
0: Welcome to Kindness Moves, a new podcast brought to you by the INC Giving Project. We're your hosts, LP and Nan. Hi, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Now, in a previous episode, we discussed how to teach kindness to kids. And in that discussion, we met Teresa and learned about her daughter, Caitlin, and the importance of, you know, fostering a child's urge to share kind acts. Now, in today's episode, we continue the discussion of sharing acts of kindness with your child, but we dive a little bit deeper and shift the perspective now to a father, a father of three who actively encourages his children to join outreach efforts that help their community. Now, as a mother, that's something I inspired to do because it's, it's really these kinds of activities that promote, you know, parent-child bonding and teach kindness at the same time
1: yeah, you know, i'm I'm really, really glad that we're continuing this discussion, LP, because it's it's such an important topic, right? I mean, uh, parent child bonding and and being able to do these acts of kindness together. Uh, but I'm even more excited because we get to hear from a father. You know, sometimes the perception is that it's generally the mother that children learn kindness from, which I totally understand. You know, I, I, I learned a lot from uh, my mom about kindness and and being caring. Um, And she really influenced me greatly. But I would also like to highlight all the dads out there that make it a point to teach kindness. You know, (laughs) my dad definitely took the time to teach me those lessons. Um, So I just wanted to highlight all the dads out there and also tell my dad. Thank you. So thanks, dad.
0: Yes, that's right. Now speaking of dads, shout out to all of the fathers, to all of the husbands out there. I just want to say thanks to my husband as well. You know, we, we you're right. We really do try our best to take every opportunity to be, our, you know, the best parents. But there are a ton of dads out there, you know, who are doing the same thing, trying to set a great example, and it just so happens that we are meeting one today. Yes. So he joins us all the way from New Jersey. Let's welcome Ted Pasquale. Hi, Ted. Hi, Ted.
2: Hello. Hello, Dan. Hello, LP. Thank you for having me
1: here today. Oh, we're so, so excited to have you. You know, we're really happy that you could join us today all the way from New Jersey. Um, And I mentioned earlier that I was really excited to have you on the podcast. As a father, you've encouraged volunteering and and acts of kindness, which I'd like to highlight even more because we have all the awesome moms, but I also want to show all the awesome dads. Uh, And before we jump into your fatherhood, though, I would like to start from the beginning. If if you could tell us a little bit about your childhood, who or what were your biggest influences when it came to your outlook on kindness?
2: Well, okay. So just to go back on what you guys were saying, yes, we always learn a lot of kindness from our mothers. Um... (laughs) But the thing is, I've always believed that there's a lot of lessons that aren't taught. You have to watch, you have to learn by sight, Mm -hmm. you have to learn by what you see. And that was the lesson that my dad taught, being brought up in the the Philippines. Mm -hmm. So they have that, I am the head of household, I just give you a stare. Yes, if someone needs to talk to you, it will be your mom. So (laughs) so my mom came to me with the the kindness voice and (laughs) calmness and where it was my father who just had that look. But as he performed his duties in the church, you just see a totally different person. Mm. That's where you see his kindness. You see how much he's willing to help others without receiving anything in return. And it's not because he had to is because he wanted to. It mm-hmm. was just how he was brought up and that's how I was brought up. Yes, I heard kindness from my mother, but I saw a lot of kindness from my father. So that's that's something that I'm trying to oh, teach okay. mm-hmm. a little bit of both to my children. So as a child, uh, going back to what you were mentioning, one of my influences, of course, it's always going to be my parents. You're young and you hear a lot of, you have to be kind, you have to be nice to people. And sometimes you're just, why? But when you're really young, you don't understand why. So you can say, why? And they're going to say, oh, because of this and this and this and that. And you're just like, "Uh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Right. You know, (laughs) when you actually see them do it, and you're seeing them, and it's not a labor, you know, you don't see them struggling to do it. Mm-hmm. you see them enjoying what they're doing you see them how happy they are you just learn that's the lesson that you're learning of what kindness actually is
1: mm-hmm.
2: of course my 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 you know my parents are always going to be my influence as well as my sisters they've always you know they were always there to help me to remind me to be humble to always be kind but it also goes down to all the other elders growing up mm-hmm as as children back in my day a long time ago you know there wasn't that many you know there there wasn't that many superheroes or people that we really looked up to you know the people that we looked up to were the ones that we seen majority of our life and mm-hmm. we spent a lot of time in the church you see how they are being kind to one another and that just grows on you you know, it's like, well, that's what we're being taught. We're being mm-hmm. taught to to love our fellow man, the, the people that we're seeing every day. Mm-hmm. And that's just how you become influenced by. You're like, well, I want to be just like that. I want to be a nice person. I want to enjoy that type of kindness, that feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you don't really get that feeling yet because you don't really understand what it is. But you see how it is.
0: Mm-hmm. And I I would love to touch base on that topic just a little bit later, because, you know, you're comparing back then when we only saw what we see in front of us. And now when there's influences all over the place, you know, I would love to kind of um, just touch base on your childhood experiences. You know, you said that you saw a lot from your parents. You saw a lot from those that surrounded your experiences you know uh, at the chapel compounds going to the church of christ were there any childhood experiences specifically that stuck out and stuck with you throughout the years even until now if you had one moment or a few that you could remember
2: i mean one of the things that my parents used, like i said Mm -hmm. you know whenever someone would call and say so-and-so needs a ride (laughs) you know (laughs) hey they would just okay you know yeah and when i became a decent driver uh, <laughs> that as well came upon like hey you know we need brothers and sisters who can go to a different congregation to sing mm-hmm. but who's going to drive them yeah, i would i will i don't mind you know yeah. and that's just something that like okay so those are the you know that that's a simple gesture mm-hmm. you know and even up to this day you know so it's funny because i seen it happen when i was a child i did it when i was a teenager And now here, now that I'm grown up, a a parent of, you know, family, we get that call and I would still do the same thing without, you know, without second questioning or anything
0: Mm -hmm, like that. mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure your children see that selfless in you as well. And they're going to remember that it's just a simple gesture, but it says a lot, you know, actions speak louder than words. Like you mentioned, we appreciate, you know, you're sharing those moments with us. And it's always interesting, you know, just to reflect to trace the origins, so to say, of our kindness journeys and our journeys in general. And it is, it's an ongoing path, of course, but now we want to shift our focus towards your transition into fatherhood. Yes. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit first about, you know, your children, your family? How many kids do you have, Ted?
2: I have three children. My oldest
0: is turning 25. <laughs> oh, 25, <okay. laughs> oh, I
2: would yes. have never have guessed that, but she's <laughs> turning 25. She is turning 25. She currently lives and works in New York.
0: Wow,
2: okay. Um, My second is turning 20. She is actually in Southern California right now. Uh, okay, cool. Yes, yes. uh, Cal Poly uh, Pomona. Nice. And and then my my son, who is turning 6, 17. Wow. He's turning 17 this
0: month. So what yeah. a great dad. He remembers their birthdays and their ages. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, and I got a little sneak peek. I got to see Jonah on the INC Giving episode that you both were in. And it was really cool to see both of you in action. You know, you were yes. doing kindness in action. Yes. So that, that was really cool.
0: 25 is your eldest. Yeah. Okay, we need to learn from you. So we're going to take some notes. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> well, we definitely appreciate it. And, and we'd love to continue to see, you know, how your experience is as a child has now been implemented into your own children and how I'm sure they're taking that now that they're on their own, especially they're taking that into their lives and continuing it as well.
1: Yeah. And it's really fascinating to hear, you know, Again, you're a father of three. I wouldn't have expected that they were that age already. You don't look like a a dad of of children that age. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) But I can only imagine how fatherhood really pushed you to pull from all those different experiences that you had as a child and those previous life lessons that you mentioned, right? Like just witnessing your dad, doing all these things, hearing your mom, of course, tell you how to be kind and how to interact with others and and whatnot. But what are some of the life lessons that you pulled from, especially in applying it to your children and raising them?
2: Well... We, we always try to remember how our, our parents raised us, okay? So we always try to remember. You know, there, you know, there's times where we're like, well, in this situation, this is what my dad would do. This is what my mom would say. But we always want to make that better because they're, they're teaching based on their experience. So we have to teach our children based on what we experienced. Even though our parents did and say something else, we may have gone through it but in a different way, mm-hmm. in a different level. So, you know, so those are the things that those are the life lessons that you have to really put your heart and thought into it when you're teaching. An example, how I how I spoke about my father. So now instead of being the guy that just looks at my children and hope they understand what the words that I'm trying to say, <laughs> I mix it. You know, I, I mix. I try to have that kind and calm voice that my mother would use with me to calm me down and yet at the same time be that father figure for them.
0: hmm. Right. Can I ask you, Ted, what challenges you are seeing raising your own children? Like you said, trying to use what you were taught, but also, you know, implementing that to your children, but seeing what's working, what's not. What are your greatest challenges in trying to instill that mindset into your own children? But one of the, the biggest challenges is is technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: they're so it, it's so accessible to what they say, what they what they can read. You know, I could say, well, th- this is how we have to do it this way. And they'll say, Well, online it says you have to do it this way. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, okay, well, that's not exactly right. Excuse you know, like, me. That's not, that's <laughs> we're, and, and and that's what it is. I'm happy that they're able to use the knowledge that they're able to to obtain. But at the same time, it's it's very challenging on how to, you know, to be a father in, in today's day and age. How to counter it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. and so that makes me have to do my research before I talk to them.
0: <laughs> you have to come prepared.
2: <laughs> I have to come prepared. Let me bring my outline. Let me get my notes ready. Okay, what are we gonna talk about? Okay, I got that checked. Here's right. for our agenda. <laughs> but you need exactly. the
1: technology to do your research, right?
2: <laughs> yes, yes. I have to use, yeah. That's one of the challenges. You know, it's just it's just the different generation, you know, mm-hmm. how we were brought up. I can't say we were brought up in a strict environment. However, our elders were a lot stricter.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what right. They're, they're
2: more, strict more strict than how yeah. we are, and than how they are today. Nothing wrong with the generation, but you know, uh, we hear so many things about Generation Z on on how they are, and it's just challenging, especially mm-hmm. for teenagers. You know, it's it's, it's something wow.
0: You know, yeah. And and I can yeah. only imagine we have to as individuals and then all the more as parents have to really be firm, you know, just like yes. we're taught in everything, yes. you know, regarding, you know, our values, regarding our faith as members of the Church of Christ, like and everything that we do, we have to be firm. And so that also goes with with teaching, with being kind, yes, you know, to our kids and also showing kindness. We have to be all the more firm because they're getting all these influences everywhere else. Uh, now, Ted, can we ask you what opportunities? So, you know, the challenges. Challenges, you know what has worked in your childhood. Now you're trying these different tactics with your own children. What opportunities have you used to, you know, try to instill lessons in in lessons of kindness, I should say, into your children? Okay, so
2: well, for lessons of kindness, of course, you know, you try to understand and be kind to your fellow man. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's that's one. That's you know, that's a simple lesson. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, it's easy to say you have to be kind. That's you know, it's so easy to say that, and and children's like, okay, yeah, okay but started with the, uh, the INC giving project, I would think back 2011 or 20, I think. Mm Yeah, 2011. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) Ted. That's awesome. I I remember one of the first ones that were given was the the teacher's appreciation. You know, we didn't have too many opportunities, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to help out. So as much as we all, we always wanted to, it's like, we didn't know how to. So it was just never, you know, we didn't, there was no internet, you know. I can't, I can't look up a foundation in the yellow pages. Uh, it was, it was just like, I, I wouldn't know where to look. You know? or would it be the or would it be the white pages? I mean, yeah. So it, it would be hard. And when the INC Giving Project started, I was like, "Wow, this is a great platform." But I still didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And then when they said, "Here are some guidelines and here are some how-tos of what you can do," and I was like, "Wow, this makes it just so much easier." So when we had those opportunities i use that opportunity as a parent as an adult you know if you do good you know the feeling that you're going to get in return mm-hmm. you know that it's not for you it's you're, you're helping somebody but you know the feeling that you receive as well mm-hmm. The youth, they didn't back then, they didn't really understand it. So when we did the teacher's appreciation, they didn't really <laughs> understand what a teacher does. Of course, now they do. But back then, it's like, okay, but when we did the sing for a cause, that was a totally different outcome. Because, oh, really? Yes. Wow. They were, they're were here, here. I mean, here's all my kids, uh, not my youngest. He was only. Six at the time, so my, <laughs> my two eldest, and with all the Kadiwas and benhees, and they're like, mm-hmm. okay, why are we practicing every Sunday, singing yeah. this set of songs and this and that? We don't even know the people we're gonna go to, and this and that, this and that, and I was, and and I could not explain to them, yeah, why? Mm-hmm. I would say, you're, you, it's just something that you'll have to see, and but I was still learning too, because it's not like I did a lot of community service. So I'm yeah. teaching myself, and. But well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> and um, so during this INC giving the the um sing for a cause, when the children, my kids, when they saw the joy in the faces, tears from the residents,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you would hear one of them, not even my own children, come and visit me, and here's a bunch of strangers singing songs. Not a dry eye was in that room. Yeah, and all the kids. After that point, every INC giving activity we had, no hesitation, no questions. Wow. They already knew. Wow. They already knew what the outcome. So was. What, I'm what, getting emotional. <laughs> oh no, trust me, it was it was it was it was it was one of the most memorable things that I've ever you know the opportunity. So that's what I was you know those are the opportunities that it really opened my eyes to what kindness is all about.
1: I'm so happy to hear you share that moment with us. Cause it's such a powerful moment, right? Like, I mean, when you think of of kids visiting the elderly and singing to them, you don't automatically think it's just gonna be waterworks or anything, or there's gonna be this profound realization like what you just described. But that's what's amazing is like it really highlights how important and how powerful, you know, sharing kindness is and and I also love the fact that it was through INC giving projects and and through these different outreach efforts that, that you were able to use these platforms, like what you said. And I think in addition to the that powerful moment that you guys had, what can you speak on regarding just parent-child bonding? You mentioned this is you were learning along with them, you know, learning how to volunteer and how to seek out these opportunities. So how did the INC giving project and all these different outreach efforts and opportunities help with parent-child bonding, you know, specifically with you and, and your children?
2: When, when a parent... And child bond there's there's several ways of doing so you know they they bond through some type of physical action or Mm -hmm. some type of emotional but the bonding that a parent and child get through kindness it involves both physical and emotion so it's it's a totally different level like jonah when you know when i say hey what did you what did you think of that activity we could just go on and we're just having you know we're like best buds just talking about <laughs> it's awesome. you know what makes it a special bond it's because as a parent um it's not something that i fully experience so you know like i said when you when you're bonding with your child you're bonding something that you experienced mm-hmm. so you want to share that and then that's what you guys bond with that that experience right there mm-hmm. but when you're learning together it's like what well, whoa did you just see what happened <laughs> oh <my> goodness, hey.
0: <laughs> it's like you're an, an out-of-body like, body, yeah. like yeah.
2: <laughs> it is it is and and you know just like like i said when it when it came to the the sing for a cause you know i could just look at my daughters they just look at me and they're just smile and i already know what they're trying to say oh. and i already know what they feel and, and and it's the same thing with 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 my son now when because when, when we participate in the you know the uh, the coastal cleanup when we did uh the to humanity in new mm-hmm. jersey you know he's like Hey dad, I see you walking around trying to direct traffic. What do you want me to do? You know, and he's asking me, what do you want? Wow, you know? and taking like, initiative.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
2: you know, I was like, well, you know, we have a whole bunch of clothes that needs to be folded and hung and get ready for this and that. And he's yeah. like, okay. So he would just call his friends and they would ask. That's, that's oh, that's
1: great so, job. It,
2: it's just, but it's just, the, it's just the fact that I could just say later on in life, like, you know what, son, you and I, we did this together. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a first for me. It was a first for you, but yet we're able to bond, we're able to get that strength, Mm -hmm. you know, that a father, son, father, daughter, or a parent, Mm -hmm. parent, child that they get. And it's, through kindness, is just so powerful.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's so, The so the, the possibilities, opportunities are endless, and you can continue yes. them, you yes. know, 5, 10, yes. 20 years from now. Uh, and you're right. It's a memorable one. And, and it's so motivating to hear that, Ted. You know, as a parent, finding those moments to really bond with our, our children, it can. It can be challenging sometimes. Just like you mentioned, as technology pulls them away, it pulls us away as well. You know, so we have to make a conscious, constant effort to be present and to really take every opportunity. And when we do have the opportunity, you know, we have to make the best of it and really think exactly, not exactly. not just, OK, well, it's funny because sometimes we're sitting at dinner and I'm trying to, you know, have a discussion and whatnot, trying to teach things. And, you know, I'm really excited about it. I'm like, oh, this is a great learning opportunity. And then, you know, my son would be like can I have some more juice, mommy? I'm like, Oh, okay. That, that that didn't, that was way over your head. That is not the right time. (laughs) But yes, you're right. You know, uh, taking the action instead of just talking about it is really, you know, the example that's, that's the best learning tool, you know, like you mentioned. And really when you share the acts of kindness, but you get to do it together, that's a bonus. So it really is, you know, definitely a blessing. Okay, we always ask our listeners, our kindness ambassadors, to also chime in to talk about how kindness moves you. So for this episode, actually, we have special guests who also happen to be from New Jersey to share how kindness moves them. So let's hear what they have to say.
1: Okay, here is our first guest. Hi, Dad. I just wanted to thank you for always teaching me and showing me love and kindness in my life. And to thank you, because I know that you'll always be there for me, no matter where I am in the world. You'll always be able to answer my call and help me when I need it. So thank you, Dad. Ted, do you know who that is? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is, 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 is that Jenna? That was Jenna. Yeah, so yes, that was Jenna. Um, But we do have a couple more guests. So let me let me go ahead and introduce some of our other guests here.
0: Hi, Dad. I just wanted to say thank you. And I appreciate everything that you do and have done for me and for doing it in the most kind and loving manner. I love you and I miss you and can't wait to see you soon.
1: So that was Jaden, <laughs> <Jayden>. right? <laughs> goodness. <laughs> and
0: goodness.
1: We,
2: have, oh, man. we have one more for you. One more. Hey, Dad. Just wanted to say thank you for always taking time out of your day to take me to the INC givings, to the AT Humanities and all those activities. And while at those activities, you help teach kindness in me because you tell me what to do. And that helps me because I learn to do it second nature where I don't have to think and I could just do these things out of the kindness of my heart. So I just want to say thank you.
0: Oh, that was Jonah, right? <laughs> yes, it was, yes, it was. Oh. And,
2: you know, it's it's
1: amazing, Ted, because you know everything that we were talking about prior to even hearing your wonderful children, your awesome children, it's apparent. It's so apparent that it's in them. I just want to say you've done a great job. I don't know your kids personally, but having heard them say what they said and, and share their, their thoughts and how highly they think of you, you've done a great job.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Wow. That was very, caught me by surprise. <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore. Oh.
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> and no one can see this. But
2: <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. But, but you know what's funny though? Um, one of the things that I wanted to say earlier, about, especially about Jonah, it was, was because whenever we you know whenever we have our activities and whenever we're doing these community service you know we did the the tree planting the to humanity mm-hmm. the, the the food donation drives the winter clothes drives whenever we did all these together you know i would always ask do you know who this is going to help do you see how this is going to help so many people and he's like yeah you know that was great but when we did the uh when we did the coastal cleanup so i was like do you see how this is going to help the people because we're beautifying the beach. We're making things nice and safe and this and that. And he's like, what about the fish? What about the sea creatures? Aren't we helping them? Are we helping clean up all the plastic bottles? And I was like, you know what, son?
0: You're beyond me now.
2: <laughs> yes, we are. You are absolutely right. Okay. I don't need I don't need to ask anymore. <laughs> I just he thought that was really funny. Yeah,
0: and that <laughs> we, in itself is a great example of how you have done your part, Ted. You know, he, he graduated. <laughs> right.
1: You've you created such initiative. He's looking beyond the people. You know, he's he's looking beyond the surface. Oh, <laughs> so.
0: wow. No, and that really got to me too. You know, I, I, I was also thinking of my little ones, and you know, if they would ever hear. My my little ones are only two and seven. So, uh, you know hopefully one day we will follow in the footsteps of you ted and and you know they will also understand like you mentioned you know it's hard they don't understand it but it's yeah. it's us really planting that seed now and really taking the time and the energy to invest in that foundation that exactly. will hopefully allow it to come to fruition later on and i definitely feel like it's such a beautiful thing. And when our children are appreciative, especially, and understand the things finally that we teach them later on, that, you know, that that's so beautiful. So thank you as yeah. well. <laughs> thank you to your children. Thank you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I think we can just take a take a breath and just take that in because that was a definitely <laughs> a, a special moment. <laughs> I just want to say thank you again to the Pasquals, right? Jenna, yes. Jaden and Jonah. Thank you. Guys. But also your wife. I yes. hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Is it Amurvy? Yes, yes, that is it, hey. our Murphy.
2: Yeah, we just called it Murphy, but yeah, it's a Murphy.
1: Perfect, yeah, she helped coordinate all this. So, you know, they're all so proud of you. And I just wanna say thank you to the entire family. And I'm sure you, Jenna, Jaden, Jonah, you guys made your dad's day, you also inspired me. After this podcast, <laughs> I'm gonna call my dad, tell him how much I love him and thank him for all the wonderful lessons he's taught me. Thanks for inspiring me. So Ted, before we head towards the end of our podcast, we did wanna open it up to you one more time for any final words of encouragement that you'd like to give, you know, maybe there are parents out there who are struggling to find ways to bond with their children. Maybe they're finding it hard to, to introduce volunteering or acts of kindness into their lives. What would you say to someone that's struggling, a parent that's struggling to, to do those things?
2: To trust and to believe in the activity that they're going to, to to teach their children in. No parent is perfect. So the way we want to train or, or teach our children, it may not be the right way. It, it's perfect for us. It's what we want them to be. But- when you trust in the activity that's that's being given, like the INC giving, especially the INC giving activities, because it opens your eyes to what kindness is. As I said earlier, growing up, you just see the kindness from the people around you, and you don't really think too much of it. But through the INC giving project, through all the different activities, the kindness is so genuine because you know that a simple a simple act can change the lives of so many different people. And for those who are struggling to to teach their children that they need to believe on what kindness is, because when you truly believe in what kindness is, it's so easy to relay that to your children because you can't teach kindness if you're not, if you're not kind (laughs) yourself. So you have to believe in what kindness is and you know, you can't just, like I said, you can't just look at so many different avenues and you always question it. Um, what if I do this? Oh, how, how about if it doesn't do this? Oh, let me do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not good. But when you're given guidelines, when you're given proof that so many other uh, brothers and sisters are able to do this, children, parents, old, young, it's, it's just so comforting knowing that, that's my backup. You know, Hey, who do I fall to? Who do I turn to? I turn to all the other people that, that done it. So it Mm -hmm. makes it, it, it makes it easier for, for me to teach my children on, on, on what kindness is. So for those who are struggling, just believe in the kindness, believe in the activity, and you'll see that your children will believe in it as well.
0: That's so beautiful, Ted. Thank you so much for for sharing that. And it's really special just hearing how your trust, and I love that trust in the activity. And we're so grateful that as members of the Church of Christ, we we have the support from our church administration, from the leaders who have provided these activities. And you're right. We can go anywhere in the world and find these opportunities, but to know that there's that foundation already that behind it is there's also, uh, most importantly, a spiritual connection and, you know, the foundation to to continue these activities. All the more it's 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 teaching all the way around, you know, it it comes full circle. So thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your story, your experiences and how you've been able to uh, find success through these activities and through these projects with your children.
1: We thank you for, yes, uh, supporting all those activities as well and and really using that as a platform and we're so glad to have had this conversation. I know I said it earlier, I'm really motivated by you and by your children, your whole family. It's been a a blessing to interact with everyone. So we just want to say thank you to the entire family and that we really appreciate it.
0: Yes. And thank you for joining us, Ted.
2: Well, thank you for having me and my family.
1: (laughs) Anything else that you wanted to say before you wrap things
2: up? Any final goodbyes or you wanted to share? Tell my wife and my kids how how thankful I am uh, for having them in my life. It's because of them that my kindness continues. It's because of them that I just want to go on doing things the way I do, because it does come full circle. And just to hear them, it's just, it's just so heartwarming. So I thank them. I awesome.
0: okay, see, thank we you. weren't expecting this, but this water works all over again. <laughs> 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 thank you, Ted, for joining us. Thank you. Well, thank
2: you. Thank you for having me, LP, and thank you, ben.
1: You're welcome. Thank you also to our listeners for joining us on this episode of Kindness Moves. We hope you've enjoyed it, but don't worry, there are still many, many more conversations that we'll have coming your way. So please stay tuned for our additional episodes. If you enjoyed this, you'll for sure enjoy the other episodes as well.
0: Yes, please stay tuned for more. There's so many more stories like Ted's to come. And also, if you like the tips you're hearing, follow the uh, INC Giving Project at INC Giving Project Instagram account for weekly inspiration. So thank you for tuning in. I'm Lois Paula. And
1: I'm Nand. For more tips uh, and ideas on how you can make kindness contagious, uh, please visit incgiving.org. And if you want to listen to more episodes, just like you heard today, uh, you can listen on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or the INC Media mobile app for iOS and Android. So tell your friends, tell them about the (laughs) Kindness Moves Podcast. Please subscribe or follow us to know when the newest episodes are available.
0: And remember, act now, make your move to do good because kindness matters. It's meaningful. It motivates. Kindness moves.